Yo, what is going on? This is the Get Up Podcast. Another week. I know we missed last week, but we are here. Well, actually, two of us are in the studio. We have Pharaoh on the line. S. Dot, say what up. Hey, what's going on, Tess Dot? Yeah, we got Pharaoh on the line calling in. Yeah, it's Pharaoh. Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke. Yeah, I was actually out um, last week. Uncle's retirement was in Texas, and we're going to be talking about some breaking news that actually just recently happened in Texas. But I was in Dallas. I wasn't. I wasn't in San Antonio where this latest shooting happened. So we're going to be talking about that later on. Yeah, we and so that. forth. So um, when I was in when I was in Dallas, it just you know, we we actually have a group uh, message on uh, Google Hangouts, and um, every time I looked at my phone when I could. But there was always something like, oh, shit, this happened and this happened. We had um, Papadopoulos, um, some uh, Trump campaigner, staffer. He pled guilty, right? Yeah, yeah. He pled guilty. So we knew it was like, oh, shit, Mueller, this motherfucker was like. And this was actually a couple of, this happened, what, a day or so after. I think there was, like, rumors stating that GOPers were basically, or the, you know, the uh, Republicans were calling for uh, Mueller to um, possibly, um, there were whispers, should I say. There were whispers, like, you know, in a crowd, you have that, like, (laughs) one heckler that's, you know, too cowardly to say anything, but they're, like, you know, they're saying, Mueller should should resign. Um, And fucking who's, and right before you say anything, so um, fucking the Jersey governor, fucking fat man. (laughs) <laughs> Chris Christie. Chris Christie, right? Chris Christie was on, I think, Meet the Press last Saturday or so, and he was, you know, basically trying to, you know, basically state that Mueller should possibly resign or that he should be careful because he may have things in his past that may come out and shed and, and be shed to light type of thing. Oh, uh, I mean, like um, this uh, harassment <laughs> shit that's going on. Things are just popping out. Uh, I missed all of that. I, I did hear about Chris Christie and kind of him saying that um, Trump wasn't under investigation or something. But, like, yeah. you know, like, Christie doesn't know anything. He's not in the inner circle. Yeah, he's um, out now. He just slowly faded out. Trump Trump used him. Yeah. He, he, uh, and then uh, well, Chris he Christie got, played he, his dick for him. pushed out by Christie. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I, I actually read a big story about, um, like, why, why Krishna pushed him out, which was kind of interesting. But, you know, like, this all happened during the weekend when um, there were rumors about, you know, Mueller getting ready to investigate somebody and, the, and you know, the, the arrests were going to happen on Monday. So, like, all weekend long, everybody was like, who's going to get arrested? Who's going to get arrested? So that's kind of what we were talking about. And then on Monday, Monday morning, when it came out that they were getting, um, you know, Manafort and all those other people, that's when kind of news broke. But it's been, like, a really busy week. We've had that. It's been, it's been something craziness. else. It's been, it's been crazy. So this is going to be our current events segment, uh, you know, of our weekly podcast shows <laughs> that, we, that we do. Um, so... With that being stated, we were, of course, going to talk about Mueller getting that fucking fire ready. <laughs> this man, had just he had some gas, you know, he had some lighter fluid, you know, some gas, you know, on, on the fire pit. Right. And then he just, he was waiting, you know, he had his, uh, what, what those lighters, the, the ones that fucking don't burn, the Zippo. <laughs> he had a, the Zippo lighter, and it was one of those cinematic, he lights that shit, looks at you, lights a cigarette, and boom, puts that <laughs> shit right on the fire, and that shit just, poof, 
<laughs> That's what I'm seeing right now. Right, Mueller right now is he, he is lighting a fire under all of the GOP, uh, all of the Republicans' asses right now. All of them. Well, at least everybody in the Cheeto Trump man. campaign. Yes, <laughs> especially. Um, so, Essa, I'm going to have you because I knew you said you have some uh, some notes. I unfortunately was not able to take some notes on it. But what do you have so far? On this Mueller investigation and what he has on Flynn, on Michael Flynn, Paul Manafort, and you know Flynn's um, son. Um, well, I, I I I don't know too much about the Flynn thing. Okay. Um, just because like all there are right now are rumors that he has enough information to to arrest Flynn. I don't know what what um you know what evidence he has. I actually um on. I actually wrote it down um a little bit ago, not too long ago during a little uh a little powwow. Powwow there, exactly. Um so Flynn and Flynn's son are going to be or possibly could be indicted on possible money laundering charges, uh, lying to the feds. That's all of them. All of them lied to them. <laughs> Fucking we're going to talk about some um, sessions, too, because he's in the crosshairs also. Um, so lying to the feds uh, and then Flynn's role. So apparently Flynn allegedly had a role in removing an opponent of the Turkish president in exchange for millions of dollars. Oh wow! So this motherfucker, him and Manafort were just mother like Everybody. damn. I mean, okay, so let's just uh, kind of rewind it back to what happened on Monday because this is uh, Flynn is broke today. That's true. Right? That is true. Um, so on Monday, Mueller comes out with all of the people who are basically getting charged, and the people who are getting charged are Paul Manafort, Rick Gates, and somebody who's very unknown. George Papadopoulos and George Papadopoulos is the one who who is like the most important one the kind of the most groundbreaking one because he is actually cooperating with the FBI at the moment and kind of giving them all types of different information about what happened on the campaign including the fact that he basically went overseas, met with his professor who said they had ties to the Russian government and asked if you know, um, the Trump campaign wanted to meet with Vladimir Putin and Papadopoulos went back and told high level, um, you know, campaign officials about this meeting. OK. Um, so, you know, him trying to make that connection kind of is if you, if you look at everything that's happened. Right. So he does this early on in the campaign. Then a little bit later, you know, um, Trump comes out and is like, oh, Russia, if you have the emails, you know, put them out. And these people told Papadopoulos that they had dirt on Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I read that. One yep. of the things I find interesting is so, you know, collusion is not a crime. You can collude with whoever you want. Oh, um, and, I, and I'm actually thinking that I thought collusion was a crime. Yeah. No, collusion is only a crime when you're talking about two businesses price fixing. Okay. That's the only time it's a crime. It's not really a crime for what they're doing. But what is a crime is hacking people. Okay. Um, so if and interfering Papa- in the election. Well, American election, not like you can, they, you know, people do like, um, you know, propaganda all the time. Yeah. Like, but if, if Papadopoulos told them to get information on Hillary Clinton and they went and hacked Hillary Clinton's thing, that's an actual crime. Oh, and you can start, you know, arresting people around that on on that basis, uh, on that basis. So there is somewhere where there may be a crime present, but I I don't know if there are specific crimes, but obviously they're going after all these people for other things like money laundering, you know, all the, cause what Paul Manafort got arrested on is $75 million worth of money laundering. This motherfucker. The Paul Manafort Um, is out here. 
<laughs> Manafort was out here. He was all over this place in fucking uh, Russia. Um, you know, making these back end deals. Actually, um, me and Esther were talking about it not too long ago, and Manafort was on his like financial ledgers that came out as yeah. I was watching this on um, the uh, Rachel Maddow show. He <laughs> was charging, um, and and so this is a, it's kind of like a two stepper, so to speak. So he was charging. Um, or tried like actually getting uh, having deposits in the form of wire transfers, like it, for buying a T-shirt <laughs> or buying a shirt or something. Like on these ledgers, it was it was they were minute things that you're like, so you need a wire transfer of fifteen thousand, yeah, for buying. You know, and then there was like a, he like he may have bought like a business or something like that. But that's the money laundering, yeah, es- essence of it because it was all coming. Um, going, yeah, and it was all coming from or going into one main um, be- or a bank, of course, that they had uh, in Cyprus. So mm-hmm. it's like you you have you're charging these low level things that you could just write a check for. You have the black card, nigga, swipe that shit. <laughs> but he's having wire transfers in the form of fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, like these these major sums, and that's how they actually. That's another thing is that he was doing these, uh, you know, back in business deals, but doing it through a wire transfer and then falsifying, or you know, in regards to like what it may have been yeah. allegedly, so that he could bypass paying any sort of taxes on those, on those uh, business dealings and purchases. I think when these guys start actually getting that time. And they start really, you know, talking to their lawyers who are like, you're, you're, you're screwed. They said Papadopoulos didn't even have a lawyer until, like, last week. Or the, the week they're before. all going to roll. Yeah. And when he did. <laughs> Papadopoulos, Papadopoulos right rolled. now, he's a snitch. But right now, he's a snitch. And they trying to keep him. You know, Manafort went to his ass. And actually, no, Mueller, sorry. Mueller went to his ass and said, Papadopoulos, we got you. And if you don't want um, Big Bobo in jail <laughs> <laughs> to take your to take your man virginity, you about to <laughs> you but you 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 go you go and become an informant. So then Papadopoulos was like, you know, "You're damn you right." Want to go night night? Yeah, you night night. Yeah, night night. Yep. He said, "All right, give me give me the wire." <laughs> he he got the wire. They wired his ass up. He went over to Russia, and what? there's yeah. You could coming out with other details that nobody knows. Yo, this was this was on the Rachel Maddow show. This was yeah. all on the Rachel Maddow show. Liberal all news. I, all I know is that um, Paul Manafort and Rick Gates, when they start seeing how much time they're going to face, because they yeah. have twelve counts, twelve uh, counts. things like money laundering, um, falsifying statements about their income, um, being a unregistered foreign agent, lying to the FBI. I mean, later, yeah. you know, like all of that stuff is going to be tons and tons of time um, when they start seeing those jail sentences. And, and the thing about it is, so Papadopoulos, whatever you have to say about him, he was a a policy advisor, yeah, a foreign policy advisor. He tried to distance himself from them, though. Yeah, I mean, like he was in the campaign, but he still like Paul Manafort was running the campaign. Oh yes. So for when he starts saying like, oh yeah, I knew about this, and Trump knew about this, it's mm. going to carry out a lot more weight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, and then so <laughs> right now I also read that uh, in this whole Manafort dealings and so forth, people being investigated, um, Wilbur Ross uh, and. I actually apparently came out there were leaked documents financial documents stating that wilbur ross uh actually is linked um to or has possible alleged um links to uh, putin's son in
son-in-law. And mm-hmm. yeah, right. So apparently he has ties or stocks in a Russian shipping firm um, that's owned by uh, Putin's son-in-law uh, and, of course, Putin's inner circle. And apparently there these leaked documents are stating that he lied to the Senate, uh, basically in regards to um, him not having any ties to Russia. And of course, they always do this because Sessions is in the same shit. They keep lying and then, they, and then we find out. And then for me, I'm just like, so they so he clearly lied to you. This is not the this is the first time they're saying Wilbur oh, Ross, but not so, for, what's his name? I, um, just to kind of enlighten our, our viewers. So Wilbur Ross is the Commerce Secretary. Um, in in the Trump campaign, yep. So he's one of the he's one of the senior cabinet members, and so what you guys have um, dug up is that the the Commerce Secretary has ties to Putin and his cro- cronies, and um, you know he's lying about his um, involvement with these people. And usually, like a lot of this stuff isn't illegal. What's illegal is the lie. Yeah, it's you the know, lie like, that you, you can know these people, you can do business with them. That's fine, but they, they keep lying about it, and yeah. that's the illegal part. That's yeah. what ends up getting people, you know, put my, in prison. And my issue is that <laughs> so Sessions now is um, being called back to the uh, Senate so that he could test or you know look into or I think retestify and to see what it yeah. is that he lied about that he didn't have any Russian connections and some they. I want to say they found out from some sort of backhanded way. No, what, what was the guy's name? Um, not not Gates. Uh, what is his name? Well, you can look into it. Um, Let's look into basically, it. basically, one of the senior um, Trump officials gets on the gets on like CNN, and he's talking to one of the CNN guys, and he's like. He's like, oh, so, like, you know, did you have any contact with, like, the Russians or anything like that? And he's like, yeah, you know, like, I, I let people know that. Yeah, I go over there all the time and talk to um, professors. But, you know, I let them know that. But, you know, something offhand, now it's a big deal because Russia's a big deal. Yeah. But when he says that, it's like, oh, so you told you told Sessions that you were going to, to Russia? And he's like, yeah, but, you know, it was, like, no big deal. Well, it was a big deal because he said nobody ever told them they were going to Russia. Uh. Like like oh, it was a stupid I thing hate, where he, yeah. he does it on you know on TV and it's like, um yeah it's just like this guy like just people getting up there blabbering their mouth talking about stuff that they shouldn't be talking about when really you guys are in investigation y'all need to be quiet yes exactly yes. <laughs> just keep quiet right? keep so to yourself. apparently it said only Wednesday and I'm actually reading this uh, from the Nation um, is that oh, and I just lost it fucking thing. Um, so they were saying that, of course, this is not the first time that, that Jeff Sessions has lied to the Senate, and he just keeps lying. So it's just one of those things where it's like Sessions you know, claims he never met with the Russians, and then it's, he's like, well, kind of, sort of, you know, I may have done so um, you know, at this particular time, but I just forgot, right? right. But it's like, how are you forgetting? That, and that's when they catch amnesia. I think um, uh, it was on MSNBC, one of the uh, guys was, you know, he said it's, he, they always catch amnesia when it comes to Russia. Like, when it comes to <laughs> Russia, like, all of them, even, of course, the, um, the press secretary now, um, Huckabee, um, Sanders, what's her name? Is she, they always have uh, amnesia when it when it comes to Russia. So it only it wasn't only until Wednesday that apparently the um, you know Sessions actually had an accountability moment with the Judiciary Committee, um, and of course they asked him you know if he had any connections to the government, and he 
like empathet- uh, you know, empathetically said, no, I do not have any connections, right? right. So then this is what well, I think Senator Leahy, what is, what is um, do you remember what Senator Leahy may, what, like where he's the senator from? Uh, nah. Okay. So he said, Lin Lay then asked Sessions, he's like, if he could understand why his former colleagues were concerned by what appeared to be false testimony. Um, so every time, everybody is at this point in time, they don't believe just Sessions. But why is it that we can't? Why is it that we can't say, all right, you you lied once, this is the second time you lied, now it's time to, yeah. you know? Because he lied about recusing himself because he then, you know, somehow muddled into the whole... Um, He's from Vermont, by the way. He's from Vermont, okay. So then, he, you know, of course, um, Sessions said he recused himself, but that's how the whole Comey firing happened. So it's like you you didn't really recuse yourself. So it's... it's a, yeah, it was Carter Page. Carter so Carter Page, Page okay. is the one who, who snitched him out ridiculously on on like msnbc or something like it's just it's at this point where it's like i don't know how many people can really have some kind of reasonable doubt that like if you're looking for collusion it's it's everywhere right like they've gone to the russians and asked the russians for information on hillary clinton like they've done this multiple times at this point like the question is did you ever get it so the question is not had you colluded it's were you good enough at it to actually get anything actually, from it yeah you know like yeah. that's that's, yeah, a, that's much, the, like how much collusion do you need <laughs> that's a good question like, yeah how evidence? much collusion do you need but uh, when is the grass so full of collusion like, do you have the over so, with collusion because i feel like that's what's going on right now <laughs> so al franken apparently um he questioned uh sessions and he said the ambassador from russia is russian and how your justification or how your response is morphed from i did not have communication with the russians to <laughs> i did not discuss the political campaign the political campaign and then a third time finally go to i did not discuss interference in the election like al franken basically is saying that to me is moving the goalposts every time so every time it's i didn't do this well no i didn't do that like as Pharaoh said, how much more collusion do you need? Like, what else do we need at this point in time? Because this motherfucker keeps lying. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, I don't know. I mean... So that's more, of course, in regards to yeah. this Mueller investigation. So, I mean, right <laughs> now, yeah, Mueller is doing his shit, man. That's all I have to say. Like, he, he I, I want to say that if he... There's no chance that, of course, he's going to even try to fire him. He can't. Because then it's just like, oh, yeah. Well, about well, we, well, we've said he can't do stuff in the past, and he's done it. Um, no, that is true. So is I, true. I wouldn't put anything past him if because they've already threatened him. Um, oh yeah, Ty Cobb, Ty Cobb. Uh, you know, Trump's lawyer said that if Mueller starts going into his Trump's personal, right? Yeah, his into his bu- business dealings. Yeah. back in the day, that he's going to start, you know, you know, turning the heat up on Mueller. So you know, turning the heat happened. up on Mueller, we got his back. <laughs> but but talking about uh, trying to get things through, this tax plan that the fucking geo these Republicans, it's it's they say they're for the people, and anybody at this point in time who is a republic, like, I just don't understand it. Like how is it that you're okay? Even and, and these Republicans that are you know that may not make the hundred the two hundred thousand dollars or whatever to be considered in that tax plan. You know that Trump is only for him and the and his and his business <laughs> people. You know yeah. he's not for you know the middle class American 
at this point in time, the Republicans, like none of them at this point in time, are for the actual people. Because these this tax plan that they keep bringing out or keep trying to... It it cut so many it cut so many um, important uh, t- you know uh, child uh, child taxes. They're trying to um, demolish that. They're trying to get that out of there. So many things that will help middle class families. They are trying to strip. Yeah, I mean, basically, what's going on is that their main goal is to reduce the corporate tax rate, the highest one, the highest corporate tax rate from thirty five percent to twenty percent. Yeah. Um, in order to do that, though, it would blow a huge hole in the deficit. Like $10 trillion or $20 trillion, something like that. Yeah, so what they Double did digits. was they, they passed a budget resolution so that right now, when they make a tax plan, they can only blow up the deficit by $1.5 trillion. <laughs> they can so, only, only? Yeah, yeah, only. only. That's all they can do over the next 10 years, right? So, so they're trying to come up with this tax plan. So how do you pay for bringing down... The, the largest money makers in the country's tax rate down to 20%, you make uh, people in the middle class and poor people pay for it. Pay for it, yeah. So, you know, how, how do you do this, right? You, you end up taking away things like earned income tax credits. You end up taking, you know, away, um, you know, what is it, um, for mortgages, for mortgages. So, like, if you have a, a mortgage, you're usually able to claim that on your taxes. Can't do that anymore. The one I think is big, and I don't understand why it's not receiving more attention, is that they're taking away. So if you have student loans, you can uh, claim your, yeah. your interest. Betsy DeVos, uh, yeah. Try, yeah, they're trying yeah, to get rid of that. Trying to get rid of that, yeah. I'm like, all the millennials out here. So like those. So it's that it's something about a, students cannot sue, uh, I want to say, a... Um, like a school or something like that in regards to like their tuition or something like there's something in that lingo in regards to that that they're like all right well you can't uh. sue or say that you know because there's these colleges now that these accredited colleges that are for-profit colleges that um you know have you know just taken kids money basically what happened with trump university right yeah, yeah. so now they're trying to get rid of that or did they get rid of that is that um but i'm just talking about interest so okay. like you know, every year I claim so all like my interest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I just claim my interest and I get that off my taxes. Yeah. They're trying to take that away. Oh, and I'm shit. like, nah, I can't. I, I'm not you paying. Yeah, I don't I'm know what to tell you. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you I don't know what to tell you. They're also saying, so yeah, lower rates. So as you were saying for, for mortgages, <laughs> so the, low, the lower rates for households, it says the bill would reduce the current marginal income tax brackets to four from seven. And yeah. it's like the top rate would be the same as it is now, except the income level, uh, uh, income level at which it would apply would increase to $1 million for married couples yeah. uh, from $480,050 under the current. So it's like now you have couples that need to make a $1 million for them to... Well, yeah, to be in the highest tax. I mean, I think like with with the tax plans, I think like they they become so like convoluted and things like that that it's hard to really understand how these things affect individual oh, people. The tax plan is so but, fucking confusing. And I understand like I understand like the idea behind tax reform, where you want to make it very simplified. You want to get it down to like three brackets. You want to make it so you can fill it out on a on a business card. Fine, exactly. But the problem is that what they end up doing is they end up running up all these huge deficits with these tax plans, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh well, we can't pay for anything now, so we can't pay for the school. No, no, we can't pay. Like, oh, think about shit. if you think about like a a one point five trillion dollar deficit. You have to think about the government is spending one point five trillion dollars to do something. Yep. So, what are they spending that money to do? The wall. They're spending it to no, no. They're spending it to give it to corporations, right? Because that's what they're doing. They're lowering oh, their weight. So yes. they're transferring one point five trillion dollars from poor 
and middle class Americans to, to the richest Americans. There so that's go. what that is. That's a wealth transfer program. Yeah. So when you see these tax plans and what they're really trying to do, that's what they're doing. They're taking your money and they're giving it to corporations. Um, and and that's what I think like needs to be the liberal talking point. What is going on? This is a massive wealth transfer, and the government is spending one point five trillion dollars to support and you know give corporate welfare to corporations. Okay. There's oh. so many different things in this damn. Fair. What are you feeling about the whole whole tax plan thing? I mean, it's exactly as you said. It's a wealth transfer program. It has nothing to do with cutting taxes. No one's getting benefits. It's the same thing that crashed the economy the first time. You can't fund the economy not taxing the people making the most money. It's ridiculous. Think about economics does not work. And we're about to get another experiment in triple down economics. This is the not taxes. Have you talked about last week? Like, don't tax me. Give me my money back. You don't need it right now. You're playing you you games. Yeah, I mean, even if you look at, like, Kansas, Kansas had a supermajority of Republicans. They had a Republican legislature, they had a Republican governor, and they conducted the most far reaching experiment in supply side economics in the country. And what happened? They ran an $800 million deficit. They had to cut all their programs. Their funding for schools was so deficient that the judiciary said it was against the Constitution <laughs> and made them try to give the money back. Oh, shit. It was so... So Kansas is a red state, and red, yeah. it was so terrible, the effects of getting rid of the income tax, that they wrote a Republican legislature voted to raise taxes. Not not Damn, cut taxes, not cut taxes but taxes, raise please. them and put them back in place. Damn. This guy, Democrats voted it. Like, it was so terrible that it totally crashed his whole party. Yeah. That's what supply-side economics does. We've tried it with Reagan. We've tried it in Kansas. It we tried it not everywhere. Work. It doesn't work. It, it does just doesn't not work. work. So. How many times do we have to fail at the same experiment? It's driving our country <laughs> insane. So it's, and that's, at this point in time, that's why I keep saying that these republicans are showing i'm ho- and i'm hoping that their constituents are seeing it but it's showing that the republicans do not care about small families but they keep tell- telling well, you know these the- like these lower income families that oh we care about you and we want the best for you and but it's the things that they're doing that it's like how can you care for families and low income families um and poor families when you want to increase taxes um on them but decrease taxes on corporations do you know what the problem is so and the probably the reason why i'm so passionate about this is because i actually just wrote an article about this but basically what they tell these white working class families in and you know like kansas and kentucky is that the reason why you're struggling is because the government is taking your money and it's giving it to a less deserving population so they're taking your money they're yeah. giving welfare out to these welfare queens who are buying crab legs with your welfare and they checks. and of course their welfare they're, they uh then push it on they're saying welfare uh, recipients are mostly black and, yeah. and hispanic and minorities so to speak so it's this big lie like oh they're just- not no they're not the yeah. majority of people on welfare are Jewish and white. No, no, I'm, I know that, but I'm saying that that's what the that's what the yeah. Republicans are then saying to them. Like, so as Estad is saying, he's like basically, all right, there it's the same thing. Like you're better than these than these particular people, right? So why is it that we're going to take your your hard earned money and then give it to them because they're they're going they're basically lying and saying right. that minorities and you know blacks and it's, and everybody are um, the re- most the 
prime recipients of these welfare things. But as Farrell just noted, yeah. that's not true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Farrell's one hundred percent correct. 100, where yeah. the, the largest group of Americans who are receiving government benefits are the same people who are voting against them. But then they say it's because there's more. Well, there's more white people. At yeah, this point in time. but that's the that's the that's the thing, right? There's yeah. more of them there. They need that assistance. Like, if you look at the opioid epidemic, right? And I, I hate to go like off point, but that's I think fine. it's like go the ahead. same thing. I think it's go like ahead. the same thing. Where yeah. like, if you look at the opioid epidemic, the reason why they have no idea how to solve it is because when they had an idea how to solve it for black people, it was put them in jail. But yeah. they don't want to vote to put themselves in jail. So now they don't know what to do. They're like, wait, wait, what? Like, what do you mean treatment? We're like, what are you talking about? Treatment doesn't work. We've been saying that for the last 80 years. We got to yeah. put them in jail. Yeah. So like, they don't know what to do now because they're figuring out that a lot of these things affecting their community a lot more than it's affecting other communities. But it's just like that same thinking. It's their problem. They're messing it up. We're good. And then when yeah. it comes back to haunt them, now they don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at this point in time, where is this tax bill? So it's that, what is it? Um, Congress drew it up and they have to pass it. Does it have to go through them? Like what has to happen? Yeah, it's like a long process. So basically what they want to do is they want to have a version in the House passed and a version in the Senate passed by Thanksgiving. Um, then what they would have to do is they would have to put it through a joint committee between the two to iron out the differences, and then they would have to pass it between both houses. Okay. And they want to do that before Christmas. That's um, not going to happen. Yeah, none of that's going to happen. I can't. <laughs> I mean, you have, you have people like, because the thing about it is you have people like um, Corker. So yeah. you have people like Bob Corker who said that if the tax plan adds one penny to, to the, the deficit, deficit he's not, he's not voting, voting for it, for it. Yep, yep. so you got one vote gone yeah um then you have people like you know mikowski and um collins who are what from about mccain i think mccain well mccain's from like a red state and, and ron paul and Rand paul's missing because he got injured because someone attacked him in his house yeah so like you have you have a couple of people who are going to be their states are going to be really harmed by this yeah um so it's just one of those things where like tax reform is way more contentious than healthcare was mm. way more um so you're gonna see because you're gonna see every lobbying group on the planet come out like Shit. like back before it was just you know the one lobbying group for healthcare. Healthcare now now it's like there was a there's a tax provision in there um i think it was like for um like alpacas like you could claim alpacas as livestock what so like when they tried to remove it like the alpaca lobby came well, I mean, in nah, and it was like you're not nah you're that. not doing that <laughs> so like if you think about it on that small scale yeah. and then you try to really do like a 1.5 trillion dollar deficit thing like everybody's going to come out Everybody, and you're going to yeah. see a lot of people switch up real quick when they start talking about their campaign contributions yeah. <laughs> the switch up would be Damn. real <laughs> so this so this yeah tax and i didn't even think about that that tax this tax plan is going to affect like ever granted the health care affected everybody but except for those really who were um already uh you was know, this one industry it's not yeah, every it's industry. not every industry you know damn so the so just to kind of go back over it so the congress needs to pass somewhat of a health care reform but granted that's not gonna happen that's over that's over a tax plan oh wait just real quick yeah. so um in this tax bill there are people in the senate who are like oh but why can't we move remove the individual mandate um, the healthcare individual mandate. Yeah. So you know in healthcare how you're like mandated to buy insurance or unless you pay. Oh they yeah. Wanna, they want to throw that into the health the the tax bill. Oh shit. And there are people in the Senate like no we're not putting that in there. <laughs> so like you really want to start another healthcare fight? Like yeah, no, no. Let's you stop. lost that already. Take go, the L. 
calm yourself Hold down. Let's, let's, let's get the taxes through. <laughs> but those taxes don't se- seem like they're going to go. They're gonna I mean, go through. You, honestly, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, like if they can't get this tr- through, next year is um, is you know election season. Yeah. So they can't go running off of we didn't do anything for a whole year. Yep. So and speaking <laughs> of elections, I know here in New York, especially in Westchester and so forth, there are the um, elections going on. For yeah, Tuesday. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So make sure, of course, everybody goes and uh, votes in that for your local elections um so just talking about new york man (laughs) shit so i was away in texas um and while i was in dallas fucking this new york city terror attack man like everybody has to keep their fucking head on a swivel right now apparently so this guy um ran up the west side highway with a truck that he rented and he has his cdl license so he was almost by the book you know, not not somebody that would spark anything. Mm-hmm. Um, where is he from again? Fair or Estad? You guys know where he's from? It's Uzbekistan. U- Uzbekistan, right? So he came here. He had his wife. He has kids here. I think it was one kid or two kids, one or two. And um, so he rented it. He had a CDL license. Not you know saying that he's not going to really come up on any sort of terrorist thing. I think yeah. he, you know. And then he goes up the West Side Highways and, and mows down, uh, and it's mostly, um, and unfortunately, it's mostly tourists. I mean, unfortunately for everybody, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're a tourist, whatever. Mowed down, what, about eight people uh, apparently died, and there's more that were um, Like 12 were injured. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the guy's name was Sefolo um, Sepov. Did you guys so. hear that? I think they asked him, like, what does he want? or what, And he was like, just get me an ISIS flag in a newspaper. I heard something about Some that. Some shit like that. Uh, I don't know. Damn. I mean. Damn. Yeah, like he, he, so the way he got here is through this thing called the diversity lottery. And it's a way for people who um, don't really have any contact with the United States to to obtain a visa and to eventually obtain citizenship and come to the country. So, you know, it's one of those situations where this person immigrated here legally, was living here legally. Like you said, he had all the licenses to rent the truck and got radicalized here. He's been here since 2010. Mm. So it's not even like he just came over here. But you know, like everybody's friends and family are like, oh, I don't understand how this happened. <laughs> but like most of them were like, yeah, he wasn't really like radical. He was just like, you know, like a regular, you know, yeah. Muslim guy yeah um but i um so like one of the things that's happening right now is the responses so you have the response on the conservative side you have the response on the liberal side and one of the things is they want to get rid of this like diversity lottery but the diversity lottery is put in place to get people from ireland and italy to come to the country initially Um, so now yep yep so now they want to get rid of it go ahead put that in there but go ahead also um, this is kind of like a random note, but one thing that's kind of annoying me is so I, I was listening to this podcast, Pod Save the World, and they had, you know, DeRay McKesson and kind of all of his um, oh, yeah. group, you know, from Black Lives Black Matter Lives there. Matter, yep. And they were talking about this. They were like, you know, like anytime a black or brown person does something, you know, they blame the whole group, all those kinds of things, which is true. But um, Cephalo isn't black. He's from Uzbekistan. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's, not a, he's, black. A, he's a white guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we need to claim him. Just because he's Muslim, who's like, we? Us as a the minority or black community, like because you know he's like oh like these Muslim terrorists, and I don't know why I have to be involved in that yeah. if some white guy from some white country comes over and mows a couple of people down with a truck. So Uzbekistan shit. I need to get my countries and overseas. Uzbekistan is located where? 
it's located in like central asia it's one of those like old school um you know like russian republics part of the soviet oh shit type thing okay so now that you're talking that it's over yeah that it's 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 near russia that's true so what's what's gonna happen now because he's not in a he's not in a uh like muslim territory he's not in something or he's not from you know iran iraq whatever the case is he's actually he's not from the middle east or yeah it's kind of so it's like so if you're looking for this country it's basically below kazakhstan above turkmenistan um turkmenistan is right next to iran um so it is like in the middle east per se but it's also like in the you know it's in central asia i'm just saying like i i when we talk about these issues we don't have to automatically claim everybody who's from a you know muslim country who comes and does territory like i don't know why he has to be like a a a person of color Mm. i I don't i don't feel like he is no i don't Um, yeah and it's actually saying uzbekistan is in is uh, a central asian nation yeah, Formian Soviet Republic. So he's not in the Middle East. Yeah. So I'm just. So what of... happens? That's a good question. Fair. What do you think happens <laughs> in this instance where you have um, you have this guy from Uzbekistan and it's and Uzbekistan is in Central Asia and it's for and it's a former Soviet Republic. What happens now? Nothing. Nothing. Because if you've been keeping up, they have a, the same problem with. The uh the uh, the flare of the IER is coming into their country, so it's the same shit. <laughs> so I wonder, and they, I think they were saying that Uzbekistan. Say that again. I said, doesn't matter what country they come from; it's the same ideology. But. It's Esta, all connected by the internet. Yeah, well, Estat was saying that you know how um, when there's a terrorist group and you know they're from the Middle East, they call out the entire you know group, so to speak. But how do you call out? This terrorist who was from Uzbekistan, is, which is in Central Asia, and is formerly a Soviet Republic. What, you know, like so? I wonder: Do they add Uzbekistan and do they add you know countries from Central Asia? To- no, they can't do that. No, because you know why? You know why? You know why? Because they're, they're all of what Trump's doing is dumb. Say that again. Trump's job is dumb because he doesn't understand the problem. No, that's the problem. Is not a problem with nation; it's just a problem with ideology. Mm. That's why any travel ban you really put in doesn't really solve your problem. Mm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it could be Uzbekistan, it could be, uh, it could be Sudan. Like it doesn't matter what the country is if it if it's not a country oriented problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then of course there was the uh, the terror attack, the terror attack that we just recently had. So breaking, breaking here on the Get Up podcast. Um, but yeah, there was it was earlier today. So what's what's today's date? Today is Sunday, um, November November fifth. So today's no, Sunday, November fifth. There was a terrorist attack uh, actually at a church in san antonio texas where some guy uh, uh, is reported that he just went into a baptist church um a predominantly white baptist church and killed how many people like two dozen oh damn more or more 27 right now 27 27 right now past the pastor of the church now it's 27 with 24 injured do they have any do they have pharaoh anything on um actually what's this guy's name they did come out with his name Devin Kelly. Oh, let me pull it back up. Devin Kelly. Devin, Devin Kelly, Kelly was his name. Um, Devin Kelly. Yeah. Mm. 
So he just, of course, so this yeah, guy. 27 is, people did. And he's young, too. Did you did it report that he was like, what, like 29 or yeah, something? Yeah, 26. 26 years old. 26 years old. You're planning yeah. a, well, this is what happened with Dylan Roof. He was even younger, I want to say. Yeah, I mean, this guy. His social media has a picture of him with a gun. Say that again? His social media His has a picture with him media, with like an AK. Oh, shit. Yeah. And caught caption, she's a bad bitch. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that took me by storm. I said, oh. I'm man. sorry. I, don't, I, I was speechless for a second. <laughs> I was like, what does this white boy know about <laughs> bad no, bitch? He was dressed in full gear. Yeah. Tactical gear. Yo, Facebook right now, with everything that's going on. He served in the U.S. Air Force for four years. Oh, shit. Before becoming decidedly discharged and court martial in 2014. Mm. The weapon he used was an AR-15. Ooh. Automatic, right? Semi. Semi-automatic. And if, I'm telling you. Yeah. And now, of course, you know what's going to happen tomorrow? Fucking the stock market for um, Smith & Wesson and all the rest of them is going to go up because people are going to be afraid that they're going to take their guns. But, of course, the same dumb shit that they're going to say is that it wasn't the gun. It was the person. You know? Where did he live? Pharaoh, did it say where he did he li- Was he from Texas? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. A uh, member of the church disarmed him before he fled. Oh, shit. But didn't he die? They, they, they well, he died in a car chase. Yeah, so he, he was died. in a car chase. He died in a car chase. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to... Yo, I mean, man, these things are... head on a swivel, y'all. That's what it <laughs> is, man. I just, like, don't, like, stop being in your phones and, walk, like, anywhere. This is anywhere and everywhere. This happened in Texas. This is this shit is crazy right now. <laughs> The, the funniest mem I saw. I mean, yeah, this isn't a laughing situation, but there was a mem that came up that was like, they don't need their thoughts and prayers. They were in a church. They had enough they prayers. They had enough. They oh, need gun control. Shit. They need gun control. You know, yeah. like... Um, Did that come out during the uh, South Carolina shooting with Dylan Roof? No, no, no. That came out for this recently? one. This okay. came out for this one. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say about this. I mean, like, at this point, it's such like an epidemic. Some, somebody needs to do something. You know, like you can't just like sit around doing doing yeah. nothing at this point. I like, just want to know what the the Congress is going to do. I have I at this point in time, I want to say it's in their hands. Like if they're not going to say, you know, we have to replace and repeal some fucking gun law bills, and you know, showing that the NRA is not that powerful and fucking that they don't you know control their interests and other people's interests and the lives of innocent people like because the thing about it is like they're shooting each other now like yeah. back in the day like i mean not back in the day but like these things were happening at like college campuses they were happening in like liberal states people would be like okay yeah and you know whatever but right now they're shooting up country music country, festivals yeah. and methodist oh, churches yes you know what i'm saying like oh. this is kind of like it's a it's a this it's a, a different situation now damn this um and that should just the las vegas shooting just happened not even a month ago yeah you know Fuck. like so at what point do back these... Back to back to back to back, right? At what now? point do people just look out for their own safety? You know, Shit, like... Yo, New York, you better let loosen up those... <laughs> if, you, if you're not trying to... If the um, re- Republicans and shit, they want to keep to this uh, um, NRA and these gun laws, New York, you better loosen up your gun, your gun laws because shit... <laughs> we may need to get guns. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. Yeah. 
Yo. Like, for real. This shit is crazy <laughs> out here. That's It's so true. The Las Vegas shooting. And then um, the New York City terror attack. Now, of course, you have this shit over here, you know, in, in, in Texas, in San Antonio. Like, this shit is crazy. I just want, like, a real discussion. I mean, because, like, I mean, you know, on this podcast, me and Pharaoh have had our disagreements. Yeah, Pharaoh, that's actually a good idea. What um, do you think about this shit? But what does Farrell think about? That's very true. And I'm glad S thought you brought this shit up. What? I missed your chance. The topic. gun laws. The, what's going on, man? Now you got this motherfucker yeah, well, who had I an AK-47. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's the same thing. You shouldn't have made it available to these people. And who's these people? Like, you <laughs> why do you need, need AK-47s? Like, what are you doing with that? That's the truth. Why do you realistically yeah. need that gun? You just need a handgun. You don't need anything. <laughs> I'm just messing with. up. We didn't have these problems a few years ago. They passed the law in the early 2000s. Uh, the Supreme Court overthrew or said it was okay for people to have an individual mandate on these ridiculous guns. Shit. You won't ban them. You can't give people... That's the thing. I just... I want to see what's going to happen. Yo, like I told you before, they shot up a school of children. That's true. They're not changing shit. Do you think think they're going to do shit because they shot up a church? Nope. Some little white kid when they shot up a church, anybody doing shit? Nope. Yo, y'all need... Everybody... We need to protect ourselves at this point in time. Keep your head on a swivel. Yo. Fucking... Nah, I think... that uh, gun permit. Fuck this. Somebody on Twitter said it best. They were like, look, you know, if you wanted gun control measures, what you'd have to do is get the NFL players, instead of kneeling, have them just raise up a bunch of AKs now, over oh, their heads during the anthem. He said you'd have gun control overnight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always feel this, though, for real. Like, I'm not oh, even joking. Shit. Like, honestly, if you want gun control, start registering black people. That, have, that, like, we both, we drive, both said that Have shit. a drive. Start yes. registering the black hood. Black people, Hispanic people native americans like start, you know you start registering all minorities in this bitch oh they about to be like nah 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 they imagine if like 21 shit. savage started like subsidizing guns like yo like i'm gonna sign you up and then i'm gonna help you i'm gonna give you a, a um oh, i'm gonna give you a subsidy on your gun purchases <laughs> your first five guns i'm gonna pay half of it all of a sudden yo there'd be some gun control they'd be <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, y'all need to listen to this man, S. Dot. This is what we've been saying this shit right here on the get up. Right yeah, <laughs> no lie. Everybody, Yo. y'all need to listen. This this needs like you need radical shit that's happening, right? Donald Trump, radical, right? Radical. He's not he's not from the the establishment. That's the thing, right? Yeah. We need to do some radical fucking shit right now, and that's what we need to do. Get the NFL players stop fucking kneeling because we all knew that shit was bullshit anyways. Yeah. Get a motherfucking gun raise that pop 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 in the air fuck that shit open carry open carry yeah. in texas start having them walking the games with open carry exactly on. not like that's, uh, you know all these saying, southern like, states they love football right football open carry that's what we got college have. campuses should have that shit too <laughs> if you want to make that shit that that loose all um, pop 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 <laughs> raise your guns in the air motherfuckers yeah but no that's what and i that's i that's i cory booker in Jersey, I think we should we need to pass this idea to him right now. Yo, start fucking sign up the hood. Yeah, sign up the hood. Get the hood signed up. Let them get in this NRA. The, you know, NRA. get them in the NRA. You know, yeah. we're gonna start sh- shining the light on them because just like Pharaoh said, if they are not going to, if if they let little kids in an elementary school get shot up and not pass a damn thing. 
they definitely not doing anything about this about some about church people uh-huh. again. Grown church folk, oh well. Mm. They said the same thing about little kids. So who matters at this point in time? Nobody matters. The they had that senator. Who, was it the senators or a congressman who got shot at his baseball game? Yeah. Christy, Christy uh, Gillibrand got shot a couple of years back. A couple of years right. back in the head. Like three senators, hold on, like three senators have been shot in the last three, Like what? Years, yeah. Like they, the people who can fix the problem are getting shot and they're still not fixing so it. They're, yes. they're so true. nobody's above the NRA right now. <laughs> Nobody care. They don't care. You know, keep, keep your hands off my guns. Shit. Everybody keep your head on a swivel at this point in time. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it just seems like this is just breeding chaos. Like, there's so much right now that's going on in this fucking, like, in the United States, in this country, that's just like, damn. I do think, like, and I, I don't think this is all, like, you know, Trump's fault or, like, no. Republicans' fault. Yeah, no. But I do think there is something to be said about having a leader that is cool, calm, and collected, or and seems like speak they're in his mind. And, but, like, you know, like a leader who's in control of the com- the country. You know? Because, like, people, when they feel like everything's out of control, they start doing out-of-control shit. Yeah, that's what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you have somebody who seems like they're in control, they're on top of all this stuff, you you, you think twice about doing these types of things. Mm. I'm not saying, like, it prevents most stuff, but I just think, like, if you look at what's been going on, because how, how, how much has this happened? Yeah. Like, over the last three months, there's been, it's like, ridiculous. three mass shootings, yeah. terrorist attacks. Mass like, you know, shootings, like, yes. And not even, like, mass shootings that, like, the quote, like, over two people. No mass no. shootings, as in like twenty six people, yeah, fifty people, like you know, like so, like this is kind of spiraling out of control here, like uh, yeah. to a point where you know, like you you do need some solid leadership, somebody you can like say like calm down the country a little bit. You had Pulse um, nightclub, Dylan Roof, you had fucking. Um. Yeah, Columbine. Did Columbine is that what started it, so to speak, in regards? To I mean, there were ones before, but I think that was like the most famous one because it was like they shot up a school. Yeah, I, I think I think Columbine was one of the first massively televised ones. Yeah, yeah, because they had video of that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, there was and actual video and that shit. So that's kind of like there's been mass shootings, but this is that's what happened. And then from that time, man, this is. I want to say it's just increased like ridiculous amounts yeah ridiculous amounts but all right we're gonna actually go to a little break right now we're gonna actually come back when we come back we're gonna talk to talk about donna brazil and and hillary clinton and hillary clinton and this dnc (laughs) that bitch owns this shit she owns that so we'll talk more about that we'll come back about to play this selection here now back this is the get up podcast we are here again we got ed Stott and myself in the studio we got Farah on the line say what up y'all what's up all righty so we uh we 
we're back now. We're gonna actually discuss this Donna Brazil, Brazil, however you pronounce her name, right? <laughs> her last name. Um, so she, so she's actually been in the uh, media recently because she actually is coming out with a book. I think it may have dropped or is about to drop soon. Uh, it's called Hack: The Inside Story of the Break-ins and Breakdowns that Put Donald Trump in the White House. Um, so she actually. She she shouted out um, Hillary Clinton. Fuck, like <laughs> she really shouted her out like this. Like and I, shh, yo Clinton, I didn't know that they was like they. It's smart on her part. Don't get me wrong. Like the DNC, like hold on, hold on, hold yeah. On. Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Remember what I said a while ago that Clinton should just because he's like the worst thing for our civilization. <laughs> oh shit! I feel like what we're about to talk about is gonna reaffirm that. <laughs> yeah, and that and that's that's the thing because when I saw this when that shit came out I'm like damn like this is just putting the notions you know and making them a little a, a little bit more relevant and like, like when people are stating that Hillary Clinton was not the right thing for this particular country yeah. and I do believe that this needed to happen with this being, you know, Donald Trump being president and shit, because in my opinion, I believe that so many more people are as, you know, AKA, you know, uh, woke or whatever the case is. Um, so, um, yeah, so yeah, I'm just wondering that too. So basically, um, just to kind of give everybody a background. So this woman, Donna Brazil, um, she was the interim head of the DNC. Yeah. After um Debbie Walterman Schultz. Yeah, after she after she left. Fucked up. And um, there's a whole there's a whole big story about her. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um but basically what she does is she wrote this she wrote this book and she took a a piece of it and put it on political. And what it said on political was that it was describing the moment when she found out that Hillary Clinton was basically running the DNC during the same time that um, she was campaigning against Bernie Sanders. Yeah. So, um, and this was like years. They're they're saying that she had control of um, she had control of the DNC back in 2015. So basically, when this whole Debbie Waltzman Schultz, you know, that her um, era ended, then Donna Brazil came in. She said that um, you know she was. She said she followed the money, and she saw that Hillary Clinton and the uh, the Clinton campaign, and the um, there was like two. Um, charitable funds or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just to give some background. So basically, after the 2012 election of Obama, he left the DNC with something like 24 million dollars in debt. Yeah. Um, and they were taking their dear old time paying it back. So Debbie Wasserman Schultz, um, she was a very terrible head of the DNC, and she hired a bunch of like consultants and a bunch yeah. of random people to be part of the staff. Yeah. So the DNC was running like a two million dollar a month, you know, um, payroll. So when Hillary Clinton comes into the picture, basically the DNC is getting ready to go bankrupt, and Hillary Clinton's like, "Okay, cool, I'll fund you guys. I'll absorb but, it. <laughs> you know, like I, I'll give you guys money to keep yourself going, but." 
in that you're going to have to do what I say, which yeah. is that I'm going to select your communications directors. Um, we're going to go over strategy and we're going to share funding. But they also said that's that's not unheard of where, say, if there was a candidate of the DNC, they said that's not unheard of where, like, say, Obama, like when he was elected or that he was he was their candidate, so to speak, that they would that that candidate would uh, start you know putting in place some yeah. of his staffers to replace some people in the DNC. Well, that happens after you win the primary. Okay. So, okay. like, that's the whole thing with her. Like, she shouldn't have been doing this before she won the primary. Yeah. Um, but this was 2015. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, what she was doing was, so she had the victory fund. And the victory fund is supposed to go to the winners. Yeah. But, um, and she, she basically signed an agreement with the DNC that, you know, they would do this victory fund together. But what would happen is that the money that came through the victory fund would get shot up to the DNC. And yep. the DNC would automatically shoot it to Hillary Clinton. So and that was and in then, Brooklyn. So basically yeah, Brooklyn. As, yeah, so at, in uh in the book that's what um Donna um I'm just going to call her DB. <laughs> that's what DB basically said Donna Brazil was like uh that's where she followed the money and what they would do is so with the states is that this fund of course was countrywide, right? Yeah. Um under all of their um you know the the election um what are those like hubs and bases and whatever the Yeah, there's all the different um like democratic stations if you want to call it yeah, that, yeah. you know for lack of a better term and um all that money that they would raise you know this is the money that they would raise from um you know candidate like even us as people putting money into that fund they would hold that money and then once that money once afterwards they would then shoot that money to brooklyn which is where uh hillary you know hillary's uh, headquarters is well well you have to you well, have to have places. that initial step in there that they shoot it to the dnc first, first because if yes, they gave yeah. it to hillary clinton it would have been illegal yeah, yeah. um and this but, wasn't legal it was just unethical or it was just it was just frowned upon like you shouldn't have been do like i think the best um analysis i heard about this was somebody was like um oh well you know like she didn't do anything illegal and they were like yeah "Yeah, but this is just another case of hillary clinton doing something that's not illegal but looks so terrible that it's a self-inflicted wound like Mm. why do it to yourself Mm. like you just didn't need to do that yeah um so you know and there are also other things about debbie but I'll, i'll let you guys kind of um Go through you know, that. So yeah, talk so about Donna before with, I with that being piece. said. So she so in the book uh, and right now she's catching heat for it. You know yeah. a lot uh, right now the current uh, DNC um, chair uh, Nunez or what's his name? What the hell is his name again? Devin she, Nunez. Devin Nunez. Thank you. Or Perez. No, no, no. Perez. Because yeah, um, he actually won the um, DNC job earlier this year. Basically, you know, quote unquote said, "I don't know what Donna Brazil fell for." He said on NBC's Meet the Press. So now that you know, there's some backlash, and I knew that this was gonna happen and it's just like you know is she better for it you know or is she better without it type of thing you know is this more a publicity stunt to get some money in her pocket like what is it because she said that she felt so hurt when she when she found this out that she called bernie sanders and he said um she stated that he was not upset but he was just like what do you what are my chances at this like what do you think my chances are and this was during of course like you know the uh well this was actually after like that's mm-hmm. the whole thing like Bernie had been complaining about this for he yeah he yeah months exactly and yeah and I didn't state that but so, yeah he's been saying he they knew this they were, we're saying knew it was rigged from the beginning yes yeah yeah we Bernie people we weren't blind we knew the system was rigged because you know why Bernie had more excitement than it, like the Hillary people did but we didn't understand why she kept winning mm. there was no excitement for Hillary Clinton she kept winning right. So what do you think of this, Pharaoh, that's basically like what happened and what Donna Brazil uh, or Basile 
Awesome. First of all, do you know it's funny? How long, whatever, whatever the thing or whatever. The election was lost and Hillary Clinton fainted, right? Mm. Donna Brazil, one of her biggest revelations is that she wanted to replace Hillary after she fainted after 9 11 day. She saw it too. This no, is a Donna, Donna Brazil said she was, was going to lose. Donna Brazil actually said that she was for Hillary Clinton when when uh, when she won. That's what happened, and that's why she had to uh, step down as the um, interim DNC because she actually handed questions during a uh, what what are those things during one of the debates? During one so, of the debates, she handed her questions like questions that was going to be asked. The debates yeah. happened after nine eleven. Yeah. Oh, so you were saying you were saying that Donna Brazil was was for. Um, Hillary Clinton after 9-11 or before? No, I'm saying when Hillary Clinton fainted during the 9-11 thing. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Donna Brazil tried to replace Hillary Clinton with Joe Biden. Well, because she said there was was pressure. She was actually getting pressure from some people, but she didn't state who. She's no snitch. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Because it had to be clear at this point Hillary Clinton wasn't winning the election. Because she said Before she even stated in her book, she, yeah, she was like, "I didn't want a Plan B, but there was pressure, and that's where they were. They were actually stating that, yeah, uh, they were thinking of having or having Joe Biden run uh, on I the on the on the ticket." I always think that everybody who you know um, after the election is all like, "Oh, I knew she wasn't going to win." Oh, this, that, the third <laughs> shots fired, Pharaoh. Shots like, fired. No, like I, I honestly, yo, for real, <laughs> like Pharaoh, may, but whatever. But like all these people who are like, I mean, there may be a couple people out there, but like the majority of people all believe she was gonna win. Mm. Every poll had her up by like eighty percentage points. I mean, yo, like yeah. Pharaoh, like maybe like you didn't, like that's fine. <laughs> but like, like everybody who's coming out the woodwork, like, oh, I knew she wasn't going to win. Yeah, like really, like what poll did you read? Like mm. the Fox News, um, Hannity poll. Like yeah. nobody else had that poll that said that she was going to lose. Mm. So like, you know, with her like being like oh yeah i thought she was gonna lose and i didn't know like i think that's kind of like like back like when you look back i didn't like oh maybe i thought it then but like during the campaign there's no way she thought that donna Brazil, she said something along the lines of when she was speaking to bernie is that like yeah you most likely possibly will lose in layman's terms but keep at it you know keep 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 uh, you know no, trying like, and she, keep ta- she talked to bernie after he had lost bernie was asking about clinton i thought no i thought he was i thought she she told him during I don't think she told him after. From what I was reading, it seemed like he was like this was during the election. He was like, "Well, what are my chances?" No, no, no. It was after because you have to think about like he was handing, you know, um, she was handing Hillary Clinton camp, you know, yeah. debate notes against Bernie. Bernie, okay. Oh, the against, so okay. so like, how are you going to jump on the phone and be like, "Oh, I don't yeah. know. I'm so sorry this happened to you." Yeah. Like, nah, that's not how you were feeling at that point. You were trying to, you know, get your girl to win. Mm. So, like, that's why I'm I'm a little bit less compassionate to this woman. Like, I, I understand like you wanted to get this information out, but like, I feel like you're being very opportunistic at this moment. Like, so, it's yeah. fun to you know pile on Hillary right so now. So Donald Trump actually, of course, because when this came out, I knew that this was gonna happen and i was like waiting for donald trump fucking cheeto man to come out and say something so you know on, on november 2nd he tweets donna brazil just stated the dnc rigged the system and this is dnc and rigged is are in capital letters the system to illegally i'm actually gonna do my my trump voice to illegally state the primary for bernie sanders bought and paid for by crooked h dot 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 this is real collusion and dishonesty major major violations of campaign finance laws and money laundering where is our justice department and then 
then Donna Brazil claps back like the woman that she is and says, today's lesson, being quoted by Donald Trump means being misquoted by Donald Trump. Stop trolling me. Hashtag never said Hillary rigged the election. And then she states after this, and this is actually on November 3rd that she posts this, um, Mr. President, please go back to attacking me. It's better than having my own words scrambled and spewed out by you. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. So Donna Brazil's like, don't try and do me any favors, bitch. Like, you know, <laughs> but of course, because he's trying to, he's trying to push this Russia scandal off of him. But it's right now, it stinks like if you get fucking um, sprayed by a skunk right now. That's what this, this Russia investigation is. A fucking skunk uh, shitting on you and pissing on you or whatever the fuck they do. This is what the Russia shit is. And it's not coming off Donald Trump. No tomato juice is going to have, is going to help you, motherfucker. You know? Well, um, yeah, I mean, he is trying to, I mean, you know, like what is, what is more illegal, right? Like, you know, um, having meetings with Putin, trying to get Apple research yeah. and trying to steal the election or, you know, um, having your state officials. I mean, and the thing about it too, like they're not going to, uh, Republicans are not going to prosecute anybody for this because they like, liberalizing campaign finance laws oh yeah if they were able to do it they would have everybody receiving unlimited funds from whoever the fuck they wanted <laughs> and, and don't so, even write down who the fuck gave you this money yeah for real like they'd <laughs> be like anybody putin fucking be no laws you know like <laughs> they'd be, be running around with a check like north, here. north korea kim jong-un would be like what else do you want you could shake hands <laughs> with him on cnn he'd be like yo it doesn't matter it's free speech we got free speech his money first amendment rights so you know his like, first amendment rights i don't know like i don't know if they want to pick this battle over campaign finance because <laughs> campaign finance is a liberal issue yeah. like across the board you know so so what mm. is this so Farrell? What does this say about the DNC? This is my question to you guys. What does this say about the DNC? Because this is what I've been trying to like think of. Like, we all know that the DNC and the RNC—they all have their their you know their uh, plight, so to speak. But what does this say about the DNC and like what's going to happen I going this, further? So, for the DNC, the reason this is bad is because the DNC always talks about the Obama correlation, the Obama coalition. So everything you just did destroys you ever being able to rebuild the Obama coalition for anybody but Obama. So who, how do they win? How do they take this information and win in the next election? Because you're not going to get the excitement because people think the DNC is corrupt. Your own party. Yeah. Like Bernie was the candidate that got people excited. Y'all messed him over and then got us stuck with Trump. Now you want us to come give you another shot? Fuck out of here. Yeah. Y'all weak. Yeah, I think um, if you look at it too, like the DNC is the fundraising arm. Like that's their primary um, job is to raise money. So if you're over here and you're having all these crazy internal fights and you're writing books about each other and you're trying to slash each other down, when you go to like these rich donors and you're like, hey, you know, I need some money, they're going to be like, no. Like, why am I going to give you money? You, what are you going to do with it? So, like, it's it's one of those things where it's such a self-inflicted wound to be doing this that, you know, um, it's it's going to hurt the party for for years to come. And especially in an election season where we need, absolutely yeah. need coming up. To, to get some wins. Because yeah. um, if we don't win this election... I know. Like, if we can... If, if the and also, also... Mm -hmm. Also, Democrats are not like Republicans. They don't forgive either. <laughs> 
yeah like <laughs> republicans will brush this off like no nah, we just need to win next election you know whatever whatever happened yeah like honestly i think republicans probably look at this like good strategy like oh you had money the dnc didn't you took it over and won the election good for you you were the strong one Democrats yeah. are going to look at it like, oh, my God, this wasn't fair. Oh, my God, I'm never <laughs> donating to them again. I'm voting for Jill Klein. <laughs> like, you know, so, like, and, you know, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And then we're going to lose again. So, like, you know, yeah. we, we have to kind of yeah. take this in stride. Nunez or whatever is it, he, he got to You got to do something. Or Perez, should I say, you, he, he got to do something about that. Because what also the highlight that Donna Brazil, um, you know, shined, should I say, on the DNC was basically saying that yeah obama you know with everything you know he had to you know he we, they wanted him to you know make him the next president but yeah he did bankrupt so to speak and put the dnc into a horrible debt but i mean for me i don't really see that as like because they're saying he, he didn't they, there's vendors that haven't been paid since the last election <laughs> and the last election was years ago so you're saying that four or five years now or whatever the case is that vendors still haven't been paid like and i mean it's surprising that nobody has really been like making a fuss about that and that's what i thought would be like oh obama didn't pay me like how trump didn't pay his like yeah. his people and this is not me backing up trump by no means could fuck that bitch but still at the same time it's like this never came out before i knew i did it i never yeah. knew that he that that uh obama put the dnc into that much but they were saying it's because the dnc did not know you know as you said the dnc is for, is the money um aspect and the money side yeah. of things they weren't fundraising they weren't doing that thing debbie waltzman schultz as you said was bringing in like like uh third party you know people and shit like that so yeah. they had to pay a whole bunch of people and um what donna brazil actually highlighted and actually stated and spotlighted was that debbie waltzman schultz was probably like the worst fucking thing that could have happened terrible. yeah and that she didn't tell anybody what was going on she didn't say anything there was no notices apparently there is um some sort of like stipulation with like within the dnc rules that she had to like at least get a majority vote from everybody in the dnc before she did certain things that she did and she didn't do that hmm. so i don't know what happened with debbie Wasserman schultz i don't know what, where she's at right now but that as you as we said just highlights what's going on with the dnc so we'll see what happens Yep. We'll see if they can get their shit together because 2018 is right around the corner and we need these fucking local elections. Um, and as I stated earlier, is that especially in New York, we have local elections going on on Tuesday or is it tomorrow? Too? No, the 7th. Yeah, yeah, it's on yeah, Tuesday. On Tuesday. So make um, sure everybody goes out and votes for that. Yeah, because I, I think that um, one of the most important things to understand is that jury selection for the Trump trials mm. is November, you know, 8th, oh, 2000. Shit. 18. 18 okay that's when jury selection is right oh yeah because like if you think about it like the people who are going to impeach him the people who are going to try him are the house and the senate house and the senate yeah so if you want this person to go down we need so yes. you gotta you gotta do the jury selection Boom. go up there and vote. i'm glad you said that I'm um glad you, said that. you know like so and, and that's why it's so important that you know we we win these seats because he'll be there for four years if we have to rely on paul ryan mm. and mitch mcconnell yeah to indict him yeah. really paul ryan and mitch mcconnell Mm. Nobody's going in. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like like jury selection is coming up next year. That's um, very true. You gotta get to the polls. Go select who That's you want to be on true. that jury. Shit. <laughs> but as as we as Farrell always says, you got everybody better stay woke. And of course we're gonna call that uh we're gonna end this session, this podcast session we have at the get up. And so Farrell, what is your golden gold star your gold point. star point <laughs> to end this and to take and to almost take us out here? <laughs> 
what is my gold star point? Your gold star point. Democrats are weak. <laughs> Republicans are crazy. I mean, hide the kids, hide your wife. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> That's not what you say. What's your gold star point of this podcast? Um, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna move to like the NYC terrorist uh, attack. Um, so with this guy, uh, say follow. I, I I don't want to deem him a terrorist because I feel that he didn't accomplish his goal. If his goal was to terrorize New Yorkers, if his goal was to terrorize America, he failed. That he night, had a BB gun, sorry, or an airsoft gun or some shit. I, you know, like I, I feel for the people who died. I really do feel sorry for them. But honestly, after that happened, it's not like I was scared to go home. I'm home and i had shit. i tried for the first time to make a martini i was like trying to shoot that thing up <laughs> not right but so when i when i that's when the I, thing about new yorkers too is that yeah, if like, something happens we just turn it and just keep walking or some shit like that's the thing about new yorkers <laughs> keep walking <laughs> they keep just moving. keep walking so some shit happened down like the five blocks over up oh, i'm over here so i'm like <laughs> yo if you're gonna name this guy anything name him a failure that's what he was that's what he was born that's what he did throughout his life he failed he was just a mediocre human being i don't think isis claimed him isis, ISIS didn't isis him. isn't even claiming you they like, didn't claim him because they said that in his uh for his trial that that could have some damning effect to his trial or something claimed everything but they didn't claim them that's the thing he they didn't claim that they didn't claim this terrorist attack they normally do but they didn't yeah they so didn't. anyway i just think this guy's a failure and i don't think he should be called a terrorist because he didn't terrorize anybody mm. he just drove the wrong way i know new yorkers now who want to ride over um, <laughs> bikers like <laughs> so oh, you know this, this guy is just a joke <laughs> uh, and so yeah not to make that any lighter we, as we said we do feel for uh the victims of this uh new york city terrorist attack and of course it was in like a stone's throw of 9-11 uh, uh, of the world trade center yeah, yeah. so that's interesting and if that even has any sort of correlation to it but uh, my gold star point is to fucking keep your head on a swivel right now in new york you need to fucking let you know uh, loosen these gun laws because if motherfuckers out here driving um, tr- um trucks down the lane i want to make sure i have a gun to stop this motherfucker before <laughs> say if he if i had if somebody had a gun good guy with a gun if Steve, somebody good had guy with a gun a good guy with a gun <laughs> if you had a guy with a gun a good guy with a gun you could have shot that motherfucker in the damn thing i would have took his ass out dragged his ass and i'm sorry i'm not gonna keep going but yeah keep your head on the swivel and as we always say get up get out get something and stay woke right pharaoh yeah no yes sir (laughs) (laughs) all right y'all peace (laughs) boom